Have we ever talked about how much I hate the holiday pie day? Um, no, but it's funny you mentioned that because my job was doing this big thing where a bunch of people uh, from various departments will bake goods like pies and other stuff like that, and we have like a nice little get-together for yeah. that day. Oh no, on paper, I in theory like pie day. Like, it's pies. I like pies. Mm-hmm. I think pies are the superior dirt, uh, dessert to um, cakes for the most part. Pie day bugs the ever-loving shit out of me, and I think it's mostly because, like, that deep, horrible thing inside that just ruin things for people, like, refuses to feel joy, and pie day is like, yo, it's pie, and it's like, Aah! Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I... It also may be that, like, it's the, it started off with May the 4th, that Star Wars holiday thing, which I utterly fucking hate. And like it's the, the the prolific the continued like creation of nerd holidays for no real reason. It's like no, as a nerd, I should be behind this winter eating this is a fun gag that's dumb. But like it's the like it, it maybe it's all the people that make pies and then have the pie symbol on. It's like ah, oh, it's a double pie. And I'm like I want to throw this thing in your face. <laughs> You've ruined this. You, you you just find a way to hate a lot of things. Oh yeah, totally. Absolutely, I. I think it has to go with the fact that someone didn't know why Pi Day was Pi Day. They just knew it as Pi Day, and I'm like, yeah, it's Pi, like the number. Number isn't a Pi, Charlie. No, it's it's an imaginary number. You know, like uh, it's, it's an <laughs> integer. Like it's the you put it in math and it means something because it like it's it's an infinitely repeating number. That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. It's why Pi Day is on. Three, one, four. That's just Pi Day. No, because Pi is from. Yeah, it's Pi Day. I will end you, motherfucker. <laughs> just enjoy the pie. No, you will appreciate the be... math. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, they, they. I think I might work. They didn't even talk about the number at all. It was very much focused on the pies. Oh yeah, no. I, as a traditionalist, Pi Day. I think you should be forced to recite pie as far as you can decimal wise before you're allowed to eat any pie as as the tradition goes the real tradition the the when you date it back to its kind of germanic roots the the brutal or the kind of krampus-esque version of pie day involves public ridicule if i'm going to say the first two digits of pie so is there like a is there a krampus creature for pie day like what if you were to come up with a krampus creature for pie day I think what does that the krampus look like creature of pie day it goes on throwing pe- pies people don't know what the fuck pie is Okay, that's that, that's me. I think in this scenario, like it's in theory, it's too wholesome a holiday for me to fully stomach, and as a result, yeah. But so I, I, I me and me and Jen do enjoy ta- partaking in pie day because it's an excuse to eat goddamn pie. And that's all the excuse we need, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but we've discovered there's a reason to hate pie day, and it was that there is a restaurant near us that's really good key lime pie. That has mm-hmm. taken to putting sprinkles on their key lime pie. Ew, why would you do that? Okay, so it's not just us. Like, everyone I tell this to is like, what the fuck? Why would you put sprinkles on a pie? And I, I guess, like, when she went in to pick up the pie, they were like, yeah, we're putting sprinkles on the pie now. And then we're confused when she was like, why? And can we get pies in the future without sprinkles? Please yeah. don't do this. No one wants this. 
I don't want my pie sprinkled by big confetti sprinkling companies influencing the way we make pies. I, it was just one of those ones where it's like if you told if you asked me on like March thirteenth what I thought about sprinkles on pie, I'd be like, that sounds like a dumb thing. We aren't hurting anyone. March fourteenth, I'm eating a fucking piece of pie with sprinkles on it. Humanity needs a plague. The purge <laughs> needs to be real. These people need to end. This is monstrous. And as they're dying, we sprinkle. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast episode 146. Woo! 146. It's the uh, St. Patrick's Day edition where we uh, don't do anything special because I don't really do St. Patrick's Day because I'm afraid of going outside. Because there are people who are irresponsible when they drink. Well, I'm drinking already. Oh, well, there you go. Somebody is. So, good to go. <laughs> I'm not, actually. You're not? I will be corning beef later, but beyond that, I, it's... I live in L.A. Like, St. Patrick's Day is not meant to be celebrated here. It's literally hostile to the people it's trying to celebrate. Fair enough. The sun yeah. will kill them, as proof by Jeff visiting. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. Have you talked to him at all? Yeah. Oh, is he visiting right now? Is that no. what you mean? Oh, let's say. Oh man, he's here. Oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't tidy up or anything. I'm so nervous. Uh. But yes. Um. Yeah. Episode one forty six. Um. We. It is just a duo today. Yep. We queued up as a duo. Um. Henry's still doing all the stuff we talked about last week. Um. Hope he'll be back next week again. If. We're not going to go in depth about it. If he wants to talk about it, he can talk about it. So, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to talk about it. He is currently engaged in battle. No, I don't make, don't make jokes Jeff. on this one. He's in the Shadow Realm. Don't right. make jokes on this one, dude. Uh, Just going to lay that out on the line there and don't make jokes on this one. This isn't okay. some funny, like, this isn't some, like, nice not being here. This is a uh, more serious shit be fucked. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Henry. I hope things are okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. He uh, is physically and health-wise fine. Uh, mentally, events are taking a pretty big toll on him. He's not doing great, as are a lot of other people directly affected by something that happened. Ah. Well, we wish you the best, sir. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, Jeff is still in the Shadow Realm. So I will say that. What is, is your obsession with the Shadow Realm? Were you like some big closeted Yu-Gi-Oh fan or something? My obsession is your anger, I... because you rarely get upset by the things I say, and you've taken a rarely... life to the things I love. Well, more often than not, but I feed off your <laughs> anger. It makes a good podcast. Fair. <laughs> I was gonna say like you constantly say shit that pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> God, he's breathing still. That son of a bitch. What do I ruin Damn next? <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, episode 146, we're going to do some cool news. I know Charlie and I have actually got a chance to play some new games, one in particular that came out this week that I have actually been excited to play. And of course, I think Charlie has a different opinion on the matter, but I, I think we'll, we'll discuss it. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, let's... let's Tell me about your week, Charlie. What's uh, my my dog Scrump, uh, Captain Scrump? For those who follow on Instagram, is officially one years old. 
uh, literally after at, like a couple hours after last week's podcast recording, we actually went to a dog birthday party, which was surprisingly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing called the Zoom Room out here, which is like a it's an indoor dog park. They have like agility training shit there, and because uh, me, Jen, and the rest of the people that own dogs from this litter of pugs that we rescued out of are fucking monsters. We got all the dogs together, and they hung out and chased each other around and had fun and scrumpted hurdles and stuff like that. It was stupid cute. Uh, <laughs> That's really awesome. There was dog cake, which is a cake for dogs, not a dog, not a cake made out of dogs. So I made a joke yes. about that last week. I. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's like it was some wholesome. Like yeah, even I can't find fault with this. And like I went in being like, this is gonna be kind of dumb. And by the end, I'm like, no, I'm glad I came. This was fun. More yeah, people should I'm- like. If you've had your dog since like six weeks and you have like a weird Facebook community based around keeping track of the medical stuff with other like dogs from your litter and things. Again, like we rescued and like three of the dogs in the litter have like severe hemophilia and shit like that. So it's we become a close knit group despite me being like, so I'm going to become friends with a bunch of people because of my dog. That doesn't sound like it's like, no, put names to face. I'm like, yeah. By the way, that is such an L.A. thing to happen. Oh, it's fucking L.A. as shit. That is L.A. as fuck. Yeah. That's great, though. But it, you know what? It's funny, because like, I, I had a similar experience, because, uh, you know, my uh, Leia, we, we, we was, she's a rescue dog, but we adopted her through a like rescue dog agency and all that. Yeah. So um, we haven't done a big meetup, but the owner keeps track of where they've gone and all that. And so yeah. we've run into a few of them in the past, and it's always nice to see them interact and have a good time. So yeah. <clears throat> that's always been a lot of fun. But yeah, it's kind of interesting when you know they're from the same litter, if you will. Yep, I, and on Scrump, it's definitely me and Jen's dog, the owner of the um, two parents of all the dogs was there with the parents, and Scrump got in a fight with her parents, which I'm like, this feels like us. This feels very on brand. <laughs> This 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 resonate this dog resonates with me at another. Ah uh, yes, this is this is definitely my dog. A family gathering <laughs> that she has to fight with her mom over. Got it. Good. Good. <laughs> this is how this perfect. works. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> Truly, you are worthy of my house. Go well, forth, my no hero. Hmm? Scrub don't take no shit. No, I've she does her, not. I've seen the Insta posts. She she has her own Russian tracksuit. This is true. I, it's. I have to make this fully talk dog talk this week. Uh, so the the park we walk around, we found out used to be a Nazi gathering place. Uh-huh. So I'm like, ah, I'm kind of okay with this. Like that's the Nazi part, but like the idea of my dog taking the shit at a place Nazis used to gather, I'm super okay with. <laughs> like, yeah, my dog is literally crapping on your legacy. I approve of this. <laughs> my part of LA is fucking weird. Yes, it is. You're you're officially in the uh, what is it? outskirts. <clears throat> yeah, you're officially in those outskirts. Yeah, the weird like you're, but you're also like really melding into the stereotypical LA culture, if you will, with the dog stuff. Oh yeah, no, I, it's it was going to happen. We have a pug after all. I, it's it's my final dog thing. We move on to like what people actually come here for, like. You have a rescue. I have a rescue. There is something fucking amazing 
about when people assume I have a designer dog, meaning it's like, oh, you paid for your dog. And I'm like, no, I fucking rescued that dog, motherfucker. And just the look on their faces, I'm like, but my smug superiority. And I'm like, yes, I know. And I have a pug. But you have the dog from Instagram. I do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I. Dog birthdays are surprisingly fun. I. I would not recommend humans trying to eat dog cake. It might shatter your teeth, but that's a separate topic. Probably, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I feel like that would be yep. painful. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the division, though. I have an update for what I was playing around with last week. The um, That iPad remote play thing, it totally fucking works for my office. Like I, So to, I guess to clarify my mess up last week, I took it to an office intending to test it and never fucking bothered to test it. I put on Wi-Fi and just forgot to do stuff. But, so, there is only one video game controller that actually works with remote play correctly. By that, I mean it has R3, L3, and it's uh-huh. kind of a shitty controller. It's, it's the um, Riot Rotor, or Rotor Riot, I can't remember which one it is. It it feels like a good Mad Cats controller. It squeaks like a good Mad Cats controller. It is an Xbox 360 controller, so... To put it in perspective, I'm sitting at my desk during lunch with an iPad with a controller plugged in, remote streaming a PS4, playing on a knockoff Xbox controller. Huh. It's I'm a little sh- weird. I'm shocked you can't just flat out use a normal PS4 controller, because it has Bluetooth. But um, So it's an Apple thing. Like, and if you choose to go down this dark path that I also went down... The controller required a firmware update because, as best I can tell, in response to Fortnite, Apple had to add in the idea of R3, L3 to the iOS kind of mm. input category. Okay. Because, so I can and kind of make stuff extra weird. So to upgrade a firmware for this damn controller, you have to download their proprietary app, which is, as best I can tell, just a list or like a store that has all the games it works with. And, like, prior to it, everything but L3, R3 worked. I'm online trying to figure this shit out. And there's like, no, here's how you update it. Like, it's the, like, ah, oh, that's weird. And, yeah, like, but it's apparently, like, it's the, A, to make sure your Apple's all the way up to date because the update that puts in L3, R3 is recent-ish. And mm. then you have to update the controller because they added, like, functionality to it, which is absolutely bizarre. The idea of, like, we have buttons that doesn't recognize, but it also kind of makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. No, but uh, it's so. I have been taking my iPad fucking everywhere and trying it out because I find this technology fascinating and Gambit during lunch break is really fucking fun. Uh, so I, I've been primarily testing it by playing Destiny, but I also played God of War. Like single player stuff definitely works better. Not necessarily because my connection was bad. We'll talk about that in a second. But because the controller I had is just kind of shitty, like it's it, I, I would not want to play like competitive Overwatch. A on a PS4, but B on this controller, and C on my iPad, remote playing into my PS4. That sounds like an insane thing to do. But I did play some Gambit from Destiny 2, which is my kind of primary test because it's multiplayer, online only, and requires kind of that like extra level of detail of everything. And I'm doing okay. I'm not jumping into like competitive play Crucible, but 
I'm serviceable. I'm not putting up like mad top scores in it, but it works better than it should. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. multiplayer games on an iPad via remote play, which is an insane thought. And I'm good enough at those multiplayer games that I'm like, I'm not like this is not my best effort, but like I'm still better than half my team. Is there any weird lag at all? Not that I've noticed. I'm sure there is, and that might be part of the issue I'm having. Like it took me some time to dial in the uh, sensitivity for the controller. The bad controller it's got some weird, like uh, dead zones and stuff. I, I am sure there is lag. I am sure that like. My Gambit team is like, what the fuck is with this guy? He kind of sucks a little bit, and they're absolutely right. Like, it's this is not an ideal way of playing this at all. Like, playing it feels a little bit laggy, but, like, it worked. It worked fine. That's why I'm saying multi, uh, probably single player is a little bit better for this. But I would definitely recommend, like, if you're going to, if you're serious, like, I am not advocating doing this at all. It's definitely kind of the wrong way to own a PS4. But if you own a PS4 and an iPad already, you can buy the controller I bought for like 30 bucks off Amazon and it makes the experience a billion times better. Like it's, it makes it real cool, real fucking weird, but real cool. And it works. It works really well. Yeah. Oh, but also to everyone who keeps emailing me about how I can totally do remote play on my PC for my PS4. I know that. That's not what I want. If I'm going to play on a PC, I want to play on a goddamn PC. Like, I want those 60 frames a second. <laughs> That's not what I'm advocating for. I-, I know you can do that. But the idea of having my PC stream from my PS4 and still have to use, like, a um, mouse and keyboard and still be capped at 30 frames a second looking like it's on a PS4... That's not what I want. I want to be able to transfer my account. That's all I want at this point. So stop emailing us about that. I know. I download the app to play around with it some, and it's still like, eh. It's not 30 frames a second. Or 60 frames a second, sorry. Yeah, I... You want to do your week before we talk about the Division 2, or is your week most of the Division 2? Um, no, I'm actually going to talk about all my outside adventures. Okay, let's do <clears> that, <throat> then we'll talk about Division 2. Okay, so, um... This week I had my my girlfriend Mandy's family come up and visit, and it was it's been very fun. We we actually went out and explored more Portland than we usually do. I like to stay in on one of my days off, um, but we've uh, we we went and did some cool stuff. We finally went to Multnomah Falls, which is a big like cool little touristy spot to go to, and it was really nice. They still had like you know where Multnomah Falls is by any chance? I've never heard of it. Okay. So it's supposed to be the biggest, the second biggest, either second or third biggest naturally all year round occurring waterfall. So it happens all year round and it doesn't stop. And it's, in terms of height, it's pretty high up there. Obviously, I think one of the other ones I think you leave is Yellowstone and uh, Niagara, of course. So um, let's see. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the second biggest in the, in the U.S. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty fun. We went out there. Uh, apparently there are some Pokemon stops because I've been playing more Pokemon Go as well. Really? So, yeah, I have actually. Have I told you about the Alliance at work? I, you, you mentioned it, but like, yeah, you, you, you mentioned it in passing. I think maybe you threatened last week to talk more about it this week, but. Yeah. So I did my first, I think I did my first raid this past week. 
Um, I don't know if I did that last week, but I'm pretty sure it was this week. But we've been, uh, there are two big gyms at work that we go to, and we kind of just have an alliance where this, you know, instinct will take it from these times, uh, Valor will take it from these times, and then uh, Mystic will take it from these times. And we just kind of rotate the schedule, and that way we can get our coins every day. For Has anyone gone Pokemon rogue yet? We usually actually stomp anybody who goes rogue. So. They're kicked out of the alliance if you do it multiple times, and then anytime we see your character there, we will purposely focus your your particular one down and let somebody else take a spot. The of idea thing. of a Pokemon Go alliance in 2019, but early an alliance, like a gaming of the system, where it's like, we all have to get along, because this game's microtransactions are kind of shitty. Yeah, no, that's kind of what it is, so... But, uh, yeah, we do the big raids together, and, and at every 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 person from the group like either your valor instinct or mystic can participate in a raid the raid is only to take down the npc big boss character oh yeah i know i know it's... but yeah so we've been doing that and so i've been playing more which is nice because now it, it turns out they actually added a real new feature that i really enjoy um they have it where you can sync your they have a thing called adventure sync and what it does is it syncs it to your like google fit which is what i use for my phone to track steps and all mm-hmm. that so even if you have the app, the, the game closed, it takes the steps you've taken on Google Fit and translates that into steps taken on Pokemon Go. That's the so really smart hatch, thing. So you can hatch eggs. Because remember, the big thing was you had to walk around with the yeah. app and hatch the eggs. Not anymore. So That is smart. Yeah, that's, it's one of the nice upgrades they've done with that application since I think you and I actually really sat down and focused on it. Yeah, I think PvP's in the game now, too, technically, isn't it? Yes, there is PvP in the game. Uh, you do have to be, like, really good friends with someone in order to, like, challenge them, so to speak, to do a trainer battle, I think, or something like that. But Yeah, anyway. it's not the true spirit of Pokemon Go, which is, like, our eyes have, or uh, Pokemon, our eyes have met, now we have to fuck these animals up. Yeah, pretty much. So, um... Yeah, I've been doing that, and that's been fun. But yeah, I went to Momoma Falls and captured the gym there, and I had it for like most of the day, which is kind of cool. So, uh, did that. Uh, we went to, we drove up to Trillium Lake, which is all the way out in the Mount Hood area, and Mount Hood still has a fuck ton of snow. So that yeah, was really it, interesting to go to. Like, <laughs> dude, you're north. Places will have a fuck ton of snow until like April. Yeah. So we least. went over there. We went over there, and like. You know how freeway signs are a certain height, you know, like the one, not the ones that are over the highway themselves. Oh, are they but buried like off up? The side. Some of them are. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh boy, this looks good. So we went out and ran around the snow. I made my first ever snow angel. Um, and yeah, so that was fun. And then we made a snowman. And what else did we do? Uh, I saw yellow snow and I avoided it at all costs. Just smart move. Yes. So, of course, you know, it, it is without its downfalls, unfortunately. But luckily, the place I made my snow angel had no yellow snow. So I'm happy about that. Um, and, yeah, we just uh, kind of did a couple things here and there all around the Portland area. Uh, I took uh, their family to go to Voodoo Donuts, which was nice. So, Did you know they have a coffin of donuts available there? Probably. I don't No, remember. no, they actually have, a, they will give you a coffin, like a small coffin, full of fucking donuts. It's not cheap, but they have the coffin, like, there and ready to go at a moment's notice. Really? Yeah. You get to keep to the coffin. 
I may have to partake. It's in like food. oh, it's like two hundred donuts. Jesus, it's not cheap. Oh boy, yeah. Let me. Yeah. So you said it's a small coffin. I'm gonna use a real messed up metric now, like for like a twelve year old. So like a decent aged non vaccinated kid. Sure. <laughs> That's a terrible reference. I apologize, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's it's. I didn't know they had that. That's actually kind of twisted in. So them for some reason. It's very on brand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Speaking of caskets, did you know Costco sold caskets? Yep. By the way, or not Costco. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Costco. Costco does. does. Yes. Yeah, that convers that piece little tidbit came up during conversations this weekend too. For some reason, they have very affordable rates on coffins. For the record, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was nice. Um, it was nice kind of seeing uh some familiar faces come up here and all that. And they also brought uh Snoopy, which is uh my girlfriend's dog that she's had since she was gosh eight, fifteen maybe. No, l- less than that, like maybe twelve. The dog is fifteen years old, so she she's an old lady. Um. Yeah, it's uh. She they brought them along, and it was nice because Mandy. It, it's it, as as sad as it sounds. This may be very much be the last time that Mandy sees her dog from of uh, fifteen years old, so to speak. So, but yeah, so that dog came up too, and hanging out here right now, just kind of chilling. Mm. It's it's great. It's a great apartment dog because it literally just eats, walks around for a bit, and then just lays down and takes a nap. And just hangs around. We took her to the dog park, and she's been so like happy. And she, we made a joke saying she walks like an old lady going to the bus stop, waiting for her man to come back from the war. Just kind of really focused and on point. Just get out of my way. So, yeah, she's very much like grumpy old lady, but it's great. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, overall, it's been a very, been a very fun visit. I actually. When once that pretty much I, I, I was able to weave some division two in between all that, but for the most part, my majority of my week has been pretty much going out and doing sure. all these fun Portland things, which has been a blast. As it should be. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that was a actually, great excuse to actually to go go out and do and stuff. Oh, it's a great excuse to go out and do stuff. So <clears throat> I for one had a blast. Yeah. Um Especially like the drive to like Trillium Lake and all that, because gosh, it was so nice out there with just all that snow. It was really, really nice. Oh yeah, Portland's known for its nature tourism. Yeah, definitely. So, and we still have other ones to see. Like we still have to go do the Japanese gardens that are up here because there are some really nice like Japanese gardens up here. They call them. Um, that's oddly enough not too far from an archery range. So that kind of makes sense in a weird way, actually. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and you know, a couple of little spots here and there. We actually have yet to go to the coast, but that's on our list. The Oregon coast, I've heard, is beautiful. Expect it to be different than LA's coast. Oh no, I absolutely know. I've been told, like, yeah, it's literally one of those situations where you see a cliff and then <laughs> the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then it's just like there's forest right behind you. So, yeah, no, perfectly aware. But yeah. Um. Overall, it's been a fun little visit, and then, like I said, in between that, I've weaved some de- not Destiny two, I see D two on my notes, but yeah, uh, Division two, and I, I believe we're gonna we, we can yeah, talk about let's that get now, into it. Um, I, I so as I feared last week, um, I I kind of wish that 
Division Two had a uh, power armor. Like our our bad joke from last week of like, man, this we don't know what this game needs a shoulder mortar. <laughs> I feel nah. like you're 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 channeling something else right now. Uh, yeah, I, I I I'm mostly kidding on this one. I I, I guess in my book, Division Two is more the division. Which, if you uh-huh. dug that game, seems like a good thing. But like, I think I'm like 20 hours into that game right now, and the only thought I'm having is like, yeah, when I'm done with the story missions for this game, I'm probably gonna stop playing it because oh. I'm 20 hours in. I haven't like it's the I know there are grenade launchers and like crossbows and shit like that. I haven't seen any of that shit yet, and I know it's there because I've seen other people with it. But like, either my loot truck. My loot drops in that game have been, like, legendarily bad. I had the same rifle for, like, a good ten hours, and the game's like, you need to get rid of this, and I'm like, no, you haven't given me a rifle better than this yet. Mm-hmm. You mean the, in Division 2? Like, the yeah. one of the... Really? I've been switching them out relatively frequently. Uh, assault rifles I've been swapping out, the semi-auto kind of, like, they're not marksman rifles, because fuck marksman rifles. Um, but, like, the semi-auto rifles, they're just called rifles. I had one I just had for a shit long time because I could not get a second one to drop that was better. And oh, yeah, those, yeah, I like those, the semi-auto single yeah. pull. Yeah, those are really good. I actually just got one yesterday. That was an upgrade. Finally. Yeah, me too. I, I went from getting none to getting like a shit ton of them going from like, oh, this is better, oh, this is better. Oh, this is purple. That's good, actually, I think. Neat. And I've got my other spot where I'm constantly swapping it out for whatever. But my loadout kind of sticks between that rif- uh, a rifle of some kind and something that shoots a hell of a lot faster. I Let's get into it, I guess. Like it's the like before we start critiquing it, like let's start at the beginning. Um You're like 4 hours in, you said or something? Um I am Yeah, I'm about 4 or 5 hours in right okay. now, but it's because I mean, storyline-wise, I really have not progressed that much, only because I do all the side capture, like the capture points, yeah, no, and all too, the side mission too. stuff. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for doing that. And it's like, oh, I'm going to finish this one up. Oh, all of a sudden, there's a question mark on the map. Oh, yeah, Gotta you, go over there. You should totally do those, too. I think like they are some of the better content of that game, because those control points are fucking hard. Yeah. I dig how hard they are. Yeah, no, they're legit, like, they're, they're, they had an interesting twist. I, yeah. I haven't done the ones where I follow one of the people getting sources and stuff. So, what do you call it? Uh, what was it? No. Uh, yeah. Well, you follow them. They go, they're going to gather like water and stuff, and you just follow them. There's a squad. Have you done those yet? Is that a thing or just I've seen them around? I think there's like a mission to do around that. It's not a mission, so to speak. It's just an NPC thing you can do where you follow them. They get attacked by a few waves. You defend them, and then they walk back and bring water. I don't know. It just gives you experience, but it's just like oh. a nice little, not official thing to do, so to speak. I just kind of let those fuckers do what the fuck they want. I'm out there being Superman, being like, yo, I'm gonna go bomb a radio station. Peace! You get that water, though. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah. um, I, that's, I, I've done, I did that in the beta, I didn't do it in the real one, so. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know this, like, I didn't know this XP reward for that. I've just been kind of like, I see them, like, oh, cool, they're getting resources. Neat. I will yeah. help them out there engage in a firefight if I stumble across that, but yeah. No, I... It it feels like there's more just kind of world loot in this game than the previous one, which I like. 
the say that again. It's so. It's weird. I don't like DC as much as I like New York, partially because I thought the blizzards in D one were a lot cooler than the than the rainstorms in D two are. But the like the, the feeling of lived in, like the um, you you made it to the theater, I assume, right? Yes, I have the theater for sure. Yeah, like it's the 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 base building aspect of that. Like so, the second base you encounter has some stuff going on that like it's. It's weird. Like so it's the the overall story of the division I'm not vibing with. Like it's the playing the division in these geopolitical times feels kind of weird to me where it's like man this was a little bit too real where like the first one was kind of like a little bit over the top and zany where it's like you have fucking sanitation workers with flamethrowers that's that's a little bit wacky. All the enemy factions I've come across so far in D2 kind of are a little like yeah this is a little realer than I want to think about. <laughs> the hyenas could totally fucking happen. Yeah, no, it just seems a little close to home. Yeah, <clears throat> and maybe that's intentional. Like, it's I, I kind of miss some of the absurdity from the first game. It's I feel like the game's a little bit too serious this time around, but also like it's not necessarily a bad thing because it's definitely going for a thing. I like. The story of the division, I think, is bad. Like the the lore of what the fuck the division is, I think, is really fucking bad lore. To the point where I mm-hmm. don't care about it, and that's a problem for me because it's like, go here, do these missions. I'm like, okay, whatever. Do I get to shoot yeah, a bunch of I, guys? Yeah. That's kind of what I like doing. I don't really follow too much of the story right now, other than like I rescued somebody's kid, and now she's gonna help us. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that one. Like it. There are moments of really cool story. Like, I came across once the second, like, town settlement thing you come to had the most, like, ramification moment for me so far in the game, except that the um, the division agent you keep running into, Klaus or whatever her name is, Kelso, maybe it's her facial model's really fucking shitty or my computer's rendering it really badly, but she has, like, that, like, she has this, like, weird mannequin face going on where it's, like, she delivers really earnest lines that her face just doesn't animate or, like, look up to quality to deliver. It's like, man, this is a bad cutscene because of you. What you're saying is important, but, like, man, everyone else but you looks great. Hmm. I don't know. I've, I've, had a, I've had a lot but to get into it, I guess, like, comparing it to Anthem. I've had so many more technical issues with the Division than Anthem. Really? Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because I haven't played enough, but I haven't had that many weird issues. Uh, it, when the explosions get going in this game, I have had all kinds of weird hitching issues happen. Like, I got killed because my computer flat up froze rendering an explosion at one point. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, I... Maybe when I get further, I'll I'll check that out, but you have a you have an NVIDIA card, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I know what it is, because I've heard some people are having issues if they have NVIDIA cards specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, that game likes to advertise that they works well with AMD cards, and yep. I'm rocking an AMD card, so I'm feeling that could be it. So it's possible. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, would not surprise me if that's what it is, because like I said, I, I haven't had any weird issues, even with the explosions and stuff going on. You I've have been, not okay. gotten to the crazy explosions yet. You're still fighting the hyenas. You have not made it to um the true sons battalion yet or anything like that I, it's 
the enemies yeah, from I haven't this, True Sun yet. Yeah, uh, the enemies from this game have a lot more variety than the first one did, and like their believable variety. I like the fact that there's a faction that's just like, yo, we're military people that went rogue, and we're the shitty military people that never actually saw combat, so we're like, it's our time! Uh, <laughs> and, our, and our quips make me they make sure I want to shoot us in the face so fucking bad. So it's like, uh, the word I'm looking for. It's all the fucking weekend warrior dudes that were stationed yeah. in like Okinawa where they're like, man, I was in the military for 10 years. Respect me. And I'm like, you did, you were on vacation, kind of. Oh boy. You were on a base. <laughs> you were not in the <laughs> shit. And the quips they give these people are totally that. It's kind of awesome. It is dude's like finally I'm seeing combat. And I'm like, you're gonna die now, motherfucker. <laughs> this is not what I expected. Yeah. No, their tactics are different. Like they go prone, which the hyenas do not. But like the hyenas get high as shit when they fight you, which is kinda cool. Yeah. They they're always like Yeah. yeah! Fucking doing combat whippets. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it just reminds me of Bad Max when they do that uh Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm kind of sad the hyenas don't have a shiny and chrome quip. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, just uh, notice me. Yeah. No, oh, does he say notice me? Is that what it is? I don't remember. Okay. Nah, I, I, I guess kind of get back into it. Like, it feels like a better version of the vision. Um, I think you liked the division overall more than I did, Alex. Uh yeah, I've been enjoying it. I, I haven't tried. Anthem after that one beta, only because yeah, no, I, I've, I've all the shit I've heard has been like, I, you know what, I don't feel like dealing with it. No, and don't get me wrong, I played like twenty hours of this game in two and a half days. I, I, I'm obviously having fun with the game, but I think like it's, it's gotten a lot of praise for oh, the combat's so challenging, and I'm like, it's really not. It's called Sentry Bot and the Hive Heal. Like you can throw that Sentry Bot real fucking far and use it to flank people. Mm. Yeah, I. Like I started dark zoning last night, and the dark zone seems fine. I, it's it's the dark zone. A group of four people killed me at one point. I was soloing it, and I'm like, yeah, it's time to leave. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> right. This is why the dark zone kind of sucks. But I got some good gear out of it. I, it's it's weird. So I guess like mild spoilers, but not. I, it's the best mission, and the only mission I thought was really cool I've come across in the game happens to the Natural History Museum, and I like it because it adds a farcical aspect to this game, and I know it's unfair to be like, I wish this game was more like Anthem or Destiny or Warframe, where it was a little bit out there, but like, it's the, if the technology was a little bit crazier, I think, like, it's the, if this game was like 10 years into the Green Plague apocalypse, I think I'd like the game more. Hmm. Like, fuck, if my character wasn't working for, like, a weird... I, if I wasn't working for some weird, like, deep state covert military ops group, I also might like the game more. Like, if the idea of the Division was that, like, it was in the remnants of humanity, you form a squad and, like, you're well-trained, but, like, you're still just some guy, I might like the game better, because... It's weird, because Ubisoft is out there still being like, this game is super not political. Spoilers, this game is political as shit, and it's handled yeah. really badly. Uh, it's This apolitical game certainly handles a bunch of political topics, and I don't think does a great job of it, and like 
your fucking base of operations is the motherfucking White House. Maybe it's DC's just not a setting I like, I guess. Like I I kinda wish it was like LA or Chicago or like a DC just feels weird. Like I I get there's like cool monuments you can go see that makes it iconic, but like I don't know. I have, I don't think of DC as a cool place to set a video game. Mm. Like I like New York a lot more than I like DC. I think like it's weird. New York was a better setting. DC's better actualized. It feels like people live there. The settlements are cool. The patrols you mentioned are cool. Like there's more enemy activities going on. Like the public executions are not cool, but they add like a, a lived-in feel. Like the, the public events that pop off feel believable in a way that lots of other video game public events just don't where it's not like yo it's swarms of scorpions it's like yo the riot looters are killing someone why because that's what they do because they're shitty people yeah I, it's i also have the same shot of anthem where they hide a bunch of the lore for this game like deep in the game like do you know what the hyenas are yet alex so they're supposed to be just some sort of like scavengers, if you will. That have no, actually, That's, no. So I haven't gotten that far. Well, so, I mean, you remember, I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> uh, I think they've dropped the explanation already. So like, you may not know about this. If you go into the collectibles tab, there are some real fucking gnarly videos. I use gnarly because they're fucked up, but awesome. Like they have some absolutely amazing lore videos for the various factions you run into. Uh-huh. And the explanation with the hyenas is actually a really cool thing. It's why they're my favorite faction so far of the three I've encountered. And it's you know how everyone from the Division One was like, why the fuck do these gangbangers take a billion bullets to kill? Yeah. They're the gangbangers that survive that and then band together and steal a bunch of basically Kevlar vests. What? Like the explanation is like these are all the criminals that popped up in the wake of the division and realize like yo these paramilitary organizations are steamrolling our asses we gotta bond together and like just steal a shit ton of military grade hardware <laughs> like the lore behind them is kind of fucking cool well, I'll be damned and it's in the game you just have to go through like six menus to get to it and you have to know it's there I only found it because the game like loves to put little flags on like hey there's new stuff to look at and I'm like I gotta get rid of these flags because they bug me and I'm going through the collectibles. I'm like, wait, why the shit? Like, it's the they are videos that when you encounter them the first time should totally just be part of the game. Like, it's the they are really cool, fucked up videos of like Diana's beating into death with a baseball bat or playing Russian roulette and shit like that as interrogation methods. Like, it's the they establish so much personality for stuff in the game that you never see organically, and that bugs me. Because some of the coolest stuff in the game, like I can see that would be annoying. Yeah, like it's the like for like it's it's like for all the shit Destiny gets, it has cutscenes at least. This game has like boring cutscenes, and then Barry's really fucking cool cutscenes of like the hyenas having a council and it being like. And the best part of this game is like the audio logs and the lore stuff. The issue is, like, I had a glitch where they, I wasn't playing audio logs automatically for a little while, and I picked them up, which I thought was kind of shitty. And then the interface to go through and find the stuff afterwards, I think, is just bloated because there's too much fucking stuff. Mm. And there's some really cool shit in there, but, like, I I don't know, like, people are like, I, 
not to be contrary on Charlie on this, but like a lot of people have been like, oh, it's so different. I'm like, if you think the combat in this game is like deep and refreshing and buried, you need to shut the fuck up about the division about um Anthem and Destiny and Warframe forever. Because also all of these missions are go to a point of map, go into a building, shoot a shit ton of dudes, maybe who shoot like maybe hold an objective for a little while or like press a button or something, and then you leave. Like every mission is kind of the same. There's some enemy variety, but like not enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I had much other fight hyenas than true sons, just because I like the hyenas more because they're weird. I find them fun to fight. True sons are like, "Yo, we're gonna bury in." I'm like, "Eh, you go prone. I just shoot you in the face." Still, <laughs> yeah. True sons are fucked up, by the way. The lore for them. I I look forward to checking them I, out even further. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. No, it's the game is way better when you're playing as a group. Like I've, I, I auto match make a lot in that game. I, it's uh, public service for everyone. You can fast travel to your teammates on the map. Pe- oh, you can travel fast travel with teammates now. Yeah. Wait, could, no, you were able to do that in Division One. People do not seem to remember that or know that. Yeah, no, I believe you could do that in one. You I could. remember that. <clears throat> you totally fucking could. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the I think the, t- the the catch was they had to be out of combat, right? You can definitely pop it on someone in combat in this game. I've done okay. it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I it's works. I'm having a lot of fun. Like, and maybe if we played together, I'd be having more fun. Like, I have spent a lot of time in the dark zone, and it kind of sucks that like I'm like, yeah, I dig the dark zone this time, and then the like four people ganking people for no reason. I'm like, right, the dark zone. Yeah. The troll factory. Yeah, I I don't fucking know. It's not fun. And I I'm not sure kind of I guess how you prepare to talk about these games. Um I always make a point of like if we're gonna talk about a game on this thing that I'm maybe not like the biggest fan of, I go to the subreddit for it just to see what the general vibe is. And holy <laughs> shit, does that subreddit hate streamers. Really? I it's a lot of them I guess hold a bunch of the fucked up like the what happened to the dark zone in one i guess i got really fucked up by the end like I, they basically normalized and removed penalties for ganking people and stuff over time and ah. that group is really convinced streamers are to blame and they outline a very compelling case for yeah fuck these people <laughs> oh that's great yeah well, because the game does negatively punish you for going rogue, technically, and if you die while rogue, you lose a shit ton of Dark Zone, of Dark Zone XP, and like, it's weird, like, there are, there are maybe I have these in D1 towards the end, I stopped playing after, like, Vanilla came to an end for me. There are things you can only do in the Dark Zone as a rogue player that, like, if you do them, they trigger you as rogue, so, like, there's stuff to pick up that's, like, rogue agent enabling that doesn't involve killing people, but you're tagged as a PvP person at that point. Or you're tagged mm-hmm. as a threat. Okay. That was kind of a cool mechanic. I was running around just grabbing money out of um, it's like things to hack and things to loot and shit like that, which I thought was kind of a cool mechanic. Okay. Yeah. Like, there are chests that require their dark zone keys, or you can pick them to go rogue, and then once you're rogue, it flags a bunch of other shit, so it becomes a, yeah, just fucking run. You don't have to kill people to make Rogue in the Dark Zone worthwhile. 
but everything you do does bump up your rogue status. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm about to pull a 180 maybe on the lore stuff for the division. Like the, the second settlement you get to has some stuff going on that's not like, ah, people are doing fine. People are not doing fine at the second settlement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like It's weird. Like, I wish I cared more about the story of the game. It's got that kind of generic Tom Clancy rah-rah military thing going on, which I'm not sure I'm in for at this point in my life. It feels kind of insincere, and I, I don't know. I We'll see. I, I also have the same feeling about this game I have about I have The Division and Anthem, which is there should not be a sequel to this game. Like, you should just make it a second map we can go to. Because as much as I did not play Love Division 1, I would have loved to have carried my character over. Oh, shit, I forgot to talk about that. What did you think of the character creator? Character creator was kind of sloppy. It was super bad. Yeah, it was pretty sloppy. Not gonna lie. Especially compared to, like, the um, alpha and beta one. It was super bad. The alpha and beta one didn't have anything in it. Yeah. It just randomized. I liked it. I spent, like, almost an hour randomly making characters because I could not figure out the character creator for this thing. Like, it is the... I, I don't know how to pick ethnicity. I didn't know how to... Like, it's the... Aside from gender, the thing seemed to be a random, like, okay, we're going to make your character, like, black. You go with this face. I'm like, okay, cool. Looking for the Asian... Looking for kind of the Asian ethnicity faces for this one. And the game just seemed to wig out on me. It was weird. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. It was weirdly bad like it took me so long to make a character i didn't think had like a shitty looking face yeah it's been a little underwhelming like the yeah character created, i was a little disappointed in it to be honest but i went with a general look that i was okay with and then yeah I I was like, okay. i've gotten into the habit of trying to recreate my girlfriend now or my fiance now in video games i have to character creator for making a female character because fuck it why not yeah and like it took a lot of effort to get that one working and i'm like this is bad i think like, I started playing, I'm like, I don't know if Fax is going to jump on. If he does, I'm going to be an hour behind him, because I'm stuck here. <laughs> no, you, you blew the required head. So, yeah. No, it... <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I got to catch up. But, yeah. I, I, I can group so with you. The group I'm... scaling works well. Like, I get downgraded to your stuff, and I still get rewards from it. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right, yeah. You I want come... to group up at some point. Yeah. I want to do that, um, what's it called, the museum mission again, because it was cool. Mm-hmm. Why are there not more missions in the game like that? That mission is so fucking cool. And yes, I know it's cool because it's like Anthem and Destiny bullshit going on, but, like, it's fantastical because of the setting. It's like, okay, you, you go from, like, fighting on the moon, but, like, dioramas of the moon, to fighting in, like, Vietnam dioramas. Like, this is dumb, but really kind of fun. Because you're fighting through a museum. Like, I think you're, like, in a... Like, you're in a room with a space capsule at one point, like, taking cover behind, like, NASA shit in a firefight. Yeah, I so, don't know. I, have, I don't have much else to say. Yeah. To be honest. Like I said, I've, I've gotten a few hours in, but I definitely would love to play it some more and jump in and and do all that jazz. So. Yeah. We should actually stream it as we've threatened to do in the past at one point. I know. It, that would be fun. It'd be nice to kick off. I've actually been working on redoing my... Uh, my like set up for the stream, so yeah, it'd be nice. I got some UI updates and things like that. I have to update, yeah, or finish up. So, yeah, good times. Oh shit! I technically worked on the studio yesterday. I took some measurements so I could actually get some shelving out there. 
we can start construction on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it's, it's going down, the studio's starting? Uh, starting is a relative term, but, like, it's more in progress than it was last week. I, I look forward to seeing the update. It's gonna be pretty fun to see. Cause, um, yeah. it, it, you were pretty stoked about that initially, so yeah, the plan. Shall we uh, jump into the news here? Yeah, actually, before we do, um, uh, was the Mandy's family update at? Okay, let me see what's going on. Give me one sec. <laughs> they're supposed. To... Yeah, they're they're probably still gonna be in a little while. It looks like apparently. So, maybe like another, yeah, I think we can just continue on for a little bit. Okay. Well, that's it for what we've been up to. Is it time for news? I believe it is time for news. <coughs> yeah. News. Yeah. All right. We got a bit of a hodgepodge of news this week. Um, no special order we have to go into first, I guess. Nothing kind of. Not the biggest news is the Halo shit, but um, start with the Pokemon Go related stuff, I guess. Uh, that Harry Potter Go game, whatever it's called, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh huh. We finally got some details on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm this looks really interesting. What I'm, it most, I'm intrigued on this. So what it mostly reminds me of was at the time, like I think it was a year into Pokemon Go frenzy or something. Someone came out with a game called like Dragonist or something like that. I think we talked about it on this podcast way the fuck back when. And it was like wizard version of Pokemon Go, but it had PvP and other stuff and like character levels and shit like that. This weirdly feels a lot like that game, at least based on the trailer, what they've put out for it. Mm. Yeah, it looks well, I didn't see that one, but yeah. I mean did they get shut down because it? No, it's like... it's just a third. It's just a kind of a knockoff Chinese version of the game. Like it was different enough that like a lot of people like I think this game is actually better. It just oh. lacked the major IP to go along with it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And good for Niantic. They're kind of doing their thing, and it's working for them so far. Yeah, they made like two billion dollars off Pokemon Go. Yeah, I wonder how this is going to work out with the Harry Potter stuff and what they're going to add exactly, but. From what I see so far, there's a few spells you can cast. It looks like they're going to take advantage of the AR. Yeah. Uh, to like create portals and stuff like that. And the so, AR stuff looks cool. It does. Their AR stuff has definitely gotten better. Yeah. So. Huh. Allegedly, they're learning about connectivity and shit like that, so there'll be less problems on like last time. I I guess it's part of it's come out that like Niantic did not expect Pokemon Go to blow up the way it did. I think they're fucking liars, but yeah. They're so full of shit. They thought this wasn't gonna grow, or this wasn't gonna blow up. Yeah, I mean, hell, they did okay, even considering the fact that they totally screwed up a good chunk of it. Oh yeah. At first, like, you want to talk about the 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 hail mary of second chances? There you are. Yeah, I guess to talk about this game in a little more detail. Um, this game takes place in the Harry Potter universe after a the I don't know what you call it, calamity has transpired, meaning that like. Magical artifacts and beasts and creatures and people and I guess like memories and shit that's going from their official press stuff has been thrown out into the muggle world and you're going to have to track it down. Like it's got the Pokemon Go aspect of capturing monsters. You cast spells by swiping on your screen to fight other 
uh, wizards and shit. You can be an Auror, whatever Newt Scamander is from that new movies, and a third thing, you get to pick a house, etc., etc. All the stuff you'd expect from a Harry Potter to Lord-driven game, which is neat. This is port key mm-hmm. stuff in the game too, but yeah. Hmm. It's not a ton of details yet, but it's the most we've seen so far. It does look pretty good. I, I'm yeah. I'm digging this right now. Sure. It, I'm intrigued because, like I said, I've been having fun a lot recently with yeah. uh, Pokemon Go. So I'd like to see what Dynantic does to step up their game, if you will, figuratively and literally. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Speaking of stepping up one's game, remember a couple of weeks back when we said, like, hey, it sure as hell seems like they're going to announce a new Borderlands at um PAX East. Uh-huh. Well, it sure fucking seems that they're going to release uh, information about Borderlands 3 on March 28th at PAX East. Yeah, well, you know, other news, water is wet. Uh, Ge- Gearbox tweeted out a photo of the Borderlands Universe with a road sign that just says March 28th, Boston, Mass. That's where we're getting our information from. This feels like a no-brainer. Nice. Well, it'll be cool. I mean, I, Borderlands has been a pretty fun game. It, yeah, it's an interesting game, and I've actually, I, I, the the Borderlands I did play, and I got somewhat deep into it. Um, is really fun. So I, I look forward to seeing what they actually come out with. I mean, so this is technically after Borderlands Two storyline one. It's right? not clear what it is because I was curious. Okay. There are three Borderlands games: Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, and Borderlands the pre sequel, which happens between. Borderlands 1 and 2, and for hardcore Borderlands fans like myself, fucking ended our interest in that franchise for a little while. Oh, really? Yeah, I, it's it's weird talking to people about Borderlands, the pre-sequel, because a lot of people played it in the Handsome Jack collection of that game, which came with all the DLC characters for Borderlands, the pre-sequel, and when you say, oh, hey, actually, no, that character you love wasn't in the original game. They go, yeah, it was. And I go, no, here are the four. And they go, oh, those are all the bad characters. I'm like, yeah, that's right. People don't like that game. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. There are some real cool DLC characters in that game. None of the really cool characters are the ones it started off with. They're yeah. kind of the lame ones. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, for one, look forward to seeing what they do. Hopefully, um, all the classes they release are good. But maybe they'll go the Super Smash Brothers route and be like, all the classes are here. I don't know how that would work, because there's at least two classes in that game that are in both games that are different from game to game. (laughs) All the classes. You could not put Roland Soldier in that game. It breaks it too hard. Like, that's why they changed up the Soldier so badly. (laughs) All of them. It heals, does them. damage, revives, and kills things? Yes. Who the fuck let this in the game? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I do like that, calling it Pull of Smash Brothers and just have everyone is now, I, I saying. It's not it. a bad description. It's, it's It feels not. right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Move on to more water is wet news. We've got some EA news. Uh, Battle Royales, uh, not Battle Royales, uh, Battlefield 5's uh, Battle Royale mode, the Firestorm, will drop on March 25th. It's free if you already own the game. The trailer for it looks real cool. I, I've never felt so intimidated by that encroaching circle in my life. 
I hope it's that kind of terrifying in the actual game. And it won't be. And to I be honest, I don't so. think this many people give a shit about it. I don't know. I know it's... I don't. The Battlefield crowd has always been the Battlefield crowd, I guess, in my brain. Like it's it is a game for certain people. And we are not either and either of us are those people. The last good Battlefield PvP mode that was good was the one in Battlefield 2102 where you had to kill and power up uh, guns to take down the shields of a mothership and then you invade the mothership and destroy it from the You may think that. A lot of people seem to think Battlefield 1 was really good. Uh, That's the general consensus I get. Like People seem really happy with that game. Mm. And I don't get the impression the people that care about Battlefield are upset with Battlefield 5 either. It's the rest of us that are like, meh, I never liked Battlefield, but I'm going to comment on Battlefield anyway. I seem to have a problem with it. I mean, Battlefield has been fun. I just, it's just kind of lackluster. Oh, no. When it comes I, to... You were like I that want that future version of that game to come back because that was cool. But. Mm. Yeah, no, that future one was so good. Yes. Yeah, it's not that you think the other ones are bad, it's that you think that one's the best one, which a lot of people don't agree with. Mm. Yeah. But while we're talking about EA, uh, the um, Bioware got out there and said, Anthem is here to stay, we're planning on supporting it for the near future, etc., etc., which is a yay moment. When you have to come out and say, hey guys, we're here to stay, it's not a good sign. Oh, it's not a good I'm, look at all. No, like mo- like most people don't release a game and in the same year be like, "Hey guys, we're we're still gonna be around." Rockstar doesn't have to sit- put out a game, and people are just like, "Well, that's it, game's over." No, they just keep releasing updates here and there. Yeah, for the beta or for the multiplayer beta, you know, people aren't like, "Hey, we're here to stay, guys." Yeah, it's you have to- <laughs> it is not a great look. No, it's a shit look. Sorry, but... Like, on one hand, as someone who's genuinely enjoying Anthem a lot and is taking a Division-sized break and does not think they will stick with the Division, I am curious to see what happens in Anthem next. I think I'm off that game until they have a major kind of content update for it, but we'll see. I'm giving the Division time, too. Like, it, it's growing on me. It is nice to hear that, like, they're not just, like, being, well, fuck it, we're out. <laughs> and... <clears throat> I guess, like, as part of this, they're going through the process of disproving a lot of things people assumed. Like, I guess, like, the general consensus was that EA made BioWare make a Destiny clone, where it's like, no, this is actually the game BioWare wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not perfect, I'm sure, but, like, it's the anthem was not, like, by EA sitting there going, like, you know, you should make a Destiny. Which I guess is good to know. Like it's it's not a bad thing. Like, as part of this too, like it's been there's been some people talking about how it's like, yeah, if you want developers to stay talking to their communities, don't be fucking shitty to them. Which seems like common sense, but also seems like a weird thing you have to get out there and say. Yeah, I don't know. I my my thing is here like this game and and, and I'm kinda of going over what some people have said about it. Yeah. In terms of like because there's this one th- Reddit thread that I was looking through uh, where they're like, hey, we're officially considered beta testers. And the fact that. What subreddit was that on? Of course it's the Anthem subreddit. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, it's the ad- Anthem subreddit. 
and they're just I I I feel bad for. Them. No, and I so that's the thing. Don't feel bad for people. Like we, I, this game was telegraphing weird from the jump. Like it's the, I still like the game, and I guess that's one of those ones where it's the like, of that separate those two kind of weird schisms where people seem to be having fun with that game, and they just want to shit all over that game. And both are correct. Like for the most part, no one's complaining about stuff that's not unfair to complain about, except when they are, and then they get kind of blasted for it. But it's. It's weird. Like it's it I paid money for that game. If they did not release more content for that game, I would be sad because I want to play more of that game, but also like I played like 30 hours of that game, I think. I had a lot of fun. I'm good. I feel like I got my money's worth, and I get that I was in a rare instance of having like really good luck with that game, not having crazy technical issues. Yeah. But I don't know. My my experience of that game are not the norm, apparently, but I'm not rocking some crazy powered hot laptop, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I genuinely feel bad because it's it's I feel like this game has been the equivalent of releasing a game or a car with a bunch of bugs and issues, and then people are like, Hey, let us know what kind of weird car problems you're having and we'll fix them down the line. So that metaphor always pisses me off because the idea of this video game has not killed anyone. No, I mean it's not to the extent of killing. I mean, no, but that, that's my point. Like, it's the when a when there's a bug in a car, it's it, it typically means people fucking die. Well, in a way, it has been killing consoles. Not permanently, though, either. Yeah. So, in a weird way, it kind of is. I no, but not like no, not I, lives, but uh, killing equipment. The car itself. It's a down. good joke, but like it's the the equivalency of like, oh, it'd be like releasing a car without four wheels. It's like, no, it's not, because that might kill someone. Yeah. Some games come out bad. It's not an excuse. I wish all video games came out good. Everyone wishes every video game came out good, but like the hyperbolicness of like my life has been ruined by Anthem. Pretty sure your life was ruined prior. Sorry, I, I was also excited for this game. It should have been awesome, but... Yeah, yeah no, it's a shame. I, we, I know we were both pretty excited about yeah. it. So. Yeah. Hopefully things will get better. Yeah! So, moving on from that to another game that keeps getting supported despite a not-so-great launch. Uh, it came out that No Man's Sky is getting a big multiplayer update expansion thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, one seems... Hmm? Go, go on. ahead, sorry. Ah, right, go. So I was gonna say this is a game that had probably one of the crappiest, most meme-worthy launches when it first came out. Yeah, and somehow has been doing better. Like they were kind of those weird case where they were able to kind of really recover. It was almost like a, you know what? I'm gonna prove to you guys that we can still fix this anyway, and they did in a really surprising way. At least that's the the, the feel I get. I don't know if you have different thoughts on this, but I it's. I was never going to like No Man's Sky. Like, even if No Man's Sky released in that, like, quote, fixed version of it, I uh. was never going to like the game because what that game fundamentally is, I don't like. Like, it's not... I, I don't like how it controls. I don't like how it looks. I, it's it's for people that aren't me, so I, I guess, like, it's the... <laughs> is it in a better place that it is now than it was when it launched? Yeah. It's a better game, but I guess I would also argue that, like, 
I don't I don't think the game launched badly. Like it's the stuff they've fixed are like weirdly specific things and they they're never going to address my issue with the game which is that I don't think it's fun to play. Mm. Like I think the controls for that game are not great, but like so what they have done this kind of the stuff they're just dealing with more directly is like they have like they implied, like, ooh, there's going to be multiplayer. There actually is multiplayer now. They're improving the kind of multiplayer social aspect of the game, which is great. It's, yeah, it's, I point to this game once, like, well, they're never going to fix Anthem up. They managed to fix No Man's Sky. I don't think No Man's Sky was broken at launch, but they fixed it, made it better. They added more stuff. Mm-hmm. I I'm feel never... like there was a lot more issues with that game than we... No, so you're forgetting what the issues with that game were, which is, like, the game was fine. It was just dumb boring. Mm. Like, I'm sure the game had some technical issues, as all games seem to these days, but it was that, like, the developer promised a bunch of stuff that just wasn't in the game at this point. I think that's what the gripe was. Then. Yeah. There was a lot promised, and it was less than they oh, could yeah, realistically no, and, chew. Uh, and said, and here's the problem was like you had a bunch of people like me that never bought in because they never showed it. Where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you're gonna do this. I'm like, when? When did they show that? Well, they said so. Who said that? It was on some online thing that's not in the game. Why? Anything from Reddit is a lie on the topic yeah. of this game. <laughs> that's true. Hell, we know someone who like was part of a um, No Man's Sky like fan community thing for years before that game came out and. He refused to believe some of the stuff that, like, that group invented, as best I could tell, wasn't actually in the game. So he believed it was no matter what. Yeah, like, it's one of these things where I'm like, I, we talked, I talked to him, about like, hey, when did they say this, actually? He's like, oh, no, it's in the fan community. I'm like, so it's not, no, it's totally in the game. Who says, oh, it's in the fan community? That's not, no. Well, it's like them saying that Bigfoot hasn't been in the GTA games for how many years now, but... There's no actual Bigfoot in the game. That didn't come from Rockstar, though. That came from fans saying, like, oh, there's totally exactly. Bigfoot, and Bigfoot is in 5, for the record. He isn't actually in 5? He's in 5. Oh, okay. I think there was uh, there was another one. Was it San Andreas people were talking about? Yeah. That he's in there, and it's just, no. People were saying, it was, like, it was one of those exchanges where it's like, oh, no, the community said there's a Bigfoot. Yeah. It's like, well, where, where has it actually showed up? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it sounds like that. And I think it was like one of these things where like it's the there was a reference to being a Bigfoot, but like even Rockstar was like, there is no Bigfoot. We made an achievement in five about how there's not a Bigfoot in San Andreas. Yeah. That's I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean well, I mean, kudos to No Man's Sky. I I guess even kudos to the guys who worked on that because they're like, you know what, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna we're gonna see this through. I and don't know been... what their monetization model is at this point. Like, I've not checked with that game. Like, are, are there microtransactions with that game at this point? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about any micro microtransactions now that you've mentioned it. Maybe they just made way too much fucking money at one point in time. I don't know. Probably, but I think they were also kind of... I mean, they're a small studio, so maybe they can't afford to just switch to being microtransactions and hitting you with the, I'm sorry. We're sorry. I'm so sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. No, I think they're kind of like, well, if we ever want any kind of actual future, because we don't have the big dev name, like, studio backing us, maybe we should actually follow through with some stuff. And they yeah. have, and I give them credit for that. I gave them shit when the game came out, 
And I will give them credit for them sticking with their game, considering it's been out for how many years now? Almost two years, three At years? least. Yeah, if we're, for writing it out. So kudos to them on that. Yeah. So we're actually going to transition to another kind of topic. That uh, So the news is that Dwarf Fortress is now available on Steam. That's not big news. Uh, do you know what Dwarf Fortress is, Alex? Uh, no, I don't actually. So, I played Dwarf Fortress way the fuck back when. Uh, Dwarf Fortress is Minecraft for people that want to make video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a very kind of in-depth game where kind of if you can figure out how to make it happen based on the stuff in the game, you can make it happen. And it launched in 2006, if I'm remembering correctly, and it's been kind of getting consistent updates since then. Like, the, so... It's a, I think it's a brother team. It's a very small team. I think it's two people. I think their brothers are the ones behind it. And they kind of kickstart every once in a while a campaign for it and then live off that kickstarted campaign and make more updates for it and stuff. And it's a tr- it's 2D pixel art stuff. It's a cool game. It's, again, a not for me, but what they're doing is real fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like you're building cities. It's kind of a sim game in that case. It's one cannot describe what Dwarf Fortress is to a certain extent. But what is important to talk about in this case is the reason they're launching on Steam. Previously, it was just kind of a download, but give us some money and download off our website type of situation. So, and this is kind of a thing I don't think they'll ever talk about that much in context to kind of indie video games or even streaming to a certain extent. Being an indie dev in the U.S. is fucking hard being a streamer in the u.s also hard like if yes. you look at the people that are streamers and are indie developers they're very often not u.s located for a very weirdly specific reason which is we got fucked up health insurance in the u.s uh confirmed yes yeah and it's interesting i guess like what makes this newsworthy i guess is the de- the devs specifically cite the fact that to afford health insurance, like if they needed to pay for health insurance style things as they get older, it would probably bankrupt them because they are, they're paying either they don't have health insurance or they're paying through kind of the open market stuff and they need a more consistent revenue model now. Like the, what's Mm -hmm. been working up till now no longer works because, Hey, we might actually have to use this at some point in the near future as we get older. And yeah, and I kind of actually want to take this as a time to talk about, like, it's the, I know we talk about PewDiePie in a negative way a lot on this channel, or on this podcast, and we may talk about Ninja in a couple minutes, actually, I'm going to put on the news docket, because he got paid a million bucks to play Apex that first day, apparently. There we talked I, about I Ninja. heard about that, yes, I heard so, about that. It's, I, I know lots of people want to grow up and be streamers and stuff like that. The thing a lot of people forget, especially in the U.S. at least, I'm not saying streamers were specifically U.S., but if you're in a country where you can just go to a place and get medical treatment, that eliminates a lot of potential financial problems. Like, housing's a lot better in some other countries, too, with some frequency. Being in the U.S. where a lot of stuff's not subsidized or not state-funded kind of fucking sucks because, like, so, I'm not sure if you've ever done this, Alex, like, it's the if SWS ever took off enough, it was actually making real money. I at one point figured out how much money I'd have to make a month to essentially kind of be able to go full time with the SWS channel stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
it's not as simple as like, oh, as long as you're making kind of X what you made a month, you're fine. It's actually not. It was X I made a month plus whatever the hell it cost to cover health insurance. Yeah. Which was like an extra two or three hundred bucks at a minimum. I wanted really yep. shitty health insurance. Yeah, and that's consistently like consistently making that. And the thing is what people don't know with streamers and a lot of that stuff, that stuff fluctuates. They're freelancers. You're not always gonna get the same amount you make. Sometimes you'll make more. Sometimes you'll make less. Yeah, like go uh, about the PewDiePie for a second. Like the story of how we used to be at a hot dog and a stick guy. It's way easier to go from being a fast food person to a streamer when you're not dependent on something for health insurance. <laughs> yep, that's why people often are get stuck in real shitty jobs in the U.S. and other places where our kind of like health insurance is linked to your job. I digress. Like I. And part of me actually wonders, like, if you go back to the Hello Games guys, which are the No Man's Skies guy, guy for a second, like, it's the, if you have a team of 20 and you made, like, $8 billion, like $8 billion off of it, and you're only stuck paying kind of rent and people's salaries, that goes a long-ass way, hypothetically. No. <sighs> I, yeah. I like to stream. Like, I, I, you know, I've talked about wanting to stream more and more, but yeah. realistically, like, I would probably never quit my job. Until it was super profitable, like no, and that's the problem. Like it's the eventually, it, the tipping point between profitable and super profitable is the time constraint. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I ever will, but I'd, I'd be happy to make some extra money on the side. That'd be swell. Neither of us are popular enough on the internet for that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess moving on to that, something else while we're still talking about Steam. Uh, Steam has gotten out there and officially said. Yeah, we're gonna start taking um review bombs out of uh, review scores on our site, which I really? kind of thought they already did. But so they will move off-topic review bombs from from stream from Steam scores is the official kind of headline of this. Um, good. I mean, yeah, it's that means though somebody's gonna have to manually moderate these, I guess somehow. Because otherwise, I mean, it's like Google saying, hey, we're going to remove this stuff. And they're totally reliant on an algorithm. Uh, it's So, as someone who has no loyalty to Steam, like, of the two of us, I think you have a more loyalty to Steam. Like, it's the, to hear devs talk about why they like Epic Games Store, because people can't review bomb on it. You can't fuck with the game's rating just because you don't like a situation. Like, fuck, think of the shit that happened with Metro a couple, like, a month or so ago at this point, where like through kind of shitty business, it wound up on the Epic Store. That's fine. They were still honoring sales on Steam, and people went back and review bombed previous titles. Because mm. fuck that company at that point. Huh. Well, yeah, I mean, I've heard about that. I do like the weird meme ones, but not the actual ones that are just going after people. Yeah, and th that's what they're getting at, I think. They've not said how they're going to do that, but they've said they're officially going to start targeting it, which I think is a good thing, because it's like the Rotten Tomatoes thing, where it's like, it's, you can review stuff and give it a, na a negative review, that's fine, but like, if it's the, I don't like this because of something not related to this at all, like, that's kind of shitty, like, it's the, Metro games should not suffer because business was done, and now you have to go to a different platform to buy the game. Fuck that. Yeah. Stop throwing your temper tantrum. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I mean, like I I mean, 
I don't really have that much of a loyalty to Steam, but I don't know. See, I will say the Epic Store is pretty shit tiered right now, though. Like, I, I will, I will agree with that. But so, speaking of the Epic Store, they put a roadmap out this week that basically outlines the path they're going to go down. They're going to add mod support in the future. Like, it's the all the things you'd expect from a store are coming. Like, it's a new store. It's, it's a beta of a story. Like, the store apparently, like. Of the new features they've added, you can now do a store search. There's free game notifications, code redemption, improvements, collection. They are working on it. In the next like one to three months, they're adding search by game and tag, you know, improvements to offline mode, install management under the hood overhaul, I guess. I'm not sure what the fuck that means. Store video hosting, store page re- um, reskin, uh, redesign, sorry. Improved DLC support, uh, cloud saves, add-on purchase ch- uh, checks, and improved patch sizes. Long term, they're doing achievements, shopping, uh, a shopping cart system, and direct carrier billing, which I'm not sure the fuck that means. Cool, and they're doing a social overhaul. They're they're talking mod support for this ultimately, alternative payment methods. I essentially the humble bundle approach to things, I guess. Like they're they're. Did you ever get on Steam uh, on um, on Steam back in the origins of Steam? Yes, uh, I was actually on Steam really early. Actually, remember how shit it was back then. Yeah, no, it was definitely shit yeah. back then. But I was still okay with buying games that were not Steam based. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it sounds like Epic is working towards what you'd expect. Like the Epic Store's only been out since what? Like December of last year? Yeah, no, it's relatively new, but yeah. I mean that's that's fine. They have their time to to kind of build up. I will say right now though, it's it's yeah. a crappy place. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> It works, though. I mean, it does, yeah. What makes it crappy? Well, the store function, I believe, last time I jumped on there was actually pretty bad. You have to scroll down the list to find a game, and they're, they don't, I don't, do they even have a search feature still? I don't know. Yeah, that's it the thing. It says you they have do to, now. Oh, if they do now, well then good. But when I was on there, I had to scroll down and keep scrolling until I found something I was looking for, so to speak. Sure. So. And as you, you know, as your store grows, having yeah. to scroll further and further down the list is a really bad idea. And I think they're addressing, like, I, I, we could confirm right now if there's a search functionality. I just don't care to. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure last time I was on there, it had search. Well, if it, is, if it does, then that will, then that makes things better. But I will say when I was jumping on there, doing my Fortnite, it was pretty crap. There was like two games back then. No, this was when they already had a bunch of games, but it was pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they have a bunch of games yet, even by my standards, but I agree to disagree on this one, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what to do next? Uh, let's do that's Dead or Alive. You like Dead or Alive, Alex? Uh, yes, I do enjoy Dead or Alive. Sure. I mean, it's known for its realistic volleyball simulator. Yes. And- I- a hundred percent, not weird at all, not creepy at all. Volleyball simulator makers, dead or alive? No. So uh, there's a new Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive Six out right now. It's being pretty well received, and already there's a free to play version of it, meaning you can try Dead or Alive Six for free right now. Oh boy! No, no, already in a good, a... In a good way because if you like the game, 
you can then go buy the $60 version of it because the monetization options for that free-to-play version are fucking criminal, it seems. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm sure it's fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to get all the content in the $60 version will cost you like 120 bucks, I think, is what I saw. What? Yeah. Uh, wow. That's yeah. fucking criminal. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it with fighting game devs doing scummy shit? Well, yeah, let me rephrase that. What is it with gaming industry companies now resorting to scummy shit? Yeah. Remember when things were things were a lot better? Yep. Let's do some real quick math quickly. Yeah, let's, let's... I don't even want to do the math because it just makes me so mad to think about. Oh, but I like getting you mad at math. It's fun math. No. Sorry, 140 uh, we'll call it 148 plus 150 bucks is what you have to spend to kind of get all of the stuff that comes with the, the, the Dead or Alive 6 core fighter starter pack, if you will. That's all the different parts that make it up. Fuck. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's a big nope. That's a big just fuck you nope. <laughs> yep. Especially because you can get the game for $50. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those, hey, just play the free one, but hey, if you really like it, you could buy all this stuff individually, or you could just buy the game. Yeah. Yeah, their goal is to get people to just buy the fucking game. Yeah. Oh, no. I I, I genuinely think they want you to get that free one and then not do the math and buy that stuff. Like, Remember, this is the company that makes like a shit ton of money every dead or alive off increasingly uncomfortable costumes. Mm-hmm. And like it's not about the sexiness. We're like we know it's about the fighting, but man, there's a lot of sexiness in this game for no reason because you know it sells. Well, that's always been their thing. Let's be honest. It <laughs> wasn't always this bad. Dead or Alive has never been this bad. Uh, yeah. I would agree to disagree, sir. They've always been pretty scandal clad, but they definitely turned it up when they started releasing volleyball games. I yeah, volleyball is kind of a tipping point. I think. Three or four was when it started to ramp up. I think it was four. Like five was when it got egregious, where it was like, man, there's a lot of outfits from that volleyball game just in this fighting game now. It historically was not this bad. Yeah. No, it I don't know. Got though. Worse. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Dead or Alive fan, so I don't keep track of such things. Uh, but speaking of fighting games, Dragon Ball Fighter Z's getting another Goku. What? Shocker. We're getting uh, GT Kid Goku. I will say that's weird because didn't they officially say that they're not counting that as canon? I don't know. I don't think they ever said that. I think fans decided that Super is not canon, but the fighting game is also already not canon, I think. Super is Broly's canon. in it. No, sorry. Super is canon. GT's not canon. But like yeah. original Broly and um, Cooler are in the game already, so the game does not give a fuck about being canon. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Of all the Gokus to add, shitty kid Goku was not one I think would ever be one you'd pick. Okay. Fair enough. Why is it not, sworn... why is it not oh, Super go Saiyan 4 Goku? I'm sure they will at some point. 
they've already well they've already no they don't have Gogeta yet do they uh it's, they he's coming it, he's coming that's right yeah so it's a matter of time which makes sense if they're going to count Gogeta then yeah but huh i Okay, so since we're talking GT, did you watch any GT? Are you familiar with GT? I watched a lot of GT. Okay, so if there were any characters in GT other than Kid Goku that you'd want to bring over to Dragon Ball Fighter, I don't want to bring Kid Goku over. Well, not counting Kid Goku. Sure. There were any Dragon Ball Fighter Z characters you'd want to bring over from uh, Dragon Ball GT? Who would it be? Um, Oob. Like, both Super Saiyan 4, Goku and Vegeta, because that... As dumb as Super Saiyan 4 is, it looks kind of cool, and it is different, and they do get different moves as a result of it. Um, that weird, like, what was it? Baby Vegeta was kind of interesting. Um, there was, I know there was, a, there was a baby Vegeta? No, he's not, he's not a baby. That, like, virus thing, Bobby or whatever it's called. Like, the, the, it turns Vegeta into this weird, like, cyber demon-looking thing. Like, it possesses the entire planet. It's what leads to Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. Because they like shoot it with sun rays or it's GT is dumb. Uh uh the evil Shenron <laughs> dragon, like the evil seven star dragon, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. Um I don't know, GT was just bad. What about uh Super Android 17, was it right? Sure. Except for the fact that like I think Android 17 currently is now more powerful. Than Super Android 17. Like, you give him a gun, I guess? Uh. Yeah. I believe so. Sure, like, that one's fine. It's, it is a character that's better than fucking Kid Goku. Like, it's what not even actually... Kid Goku, bro? Well, it's not even Kid Goku. If it, was, if it was Kid Goku from, like, Dragon Ball, then I'd be fine. But this is GT Kid Goku, which is adult Goku turned back into a kid for reasons? Yeah, I don't remember exactly why. Did you forget I, my, about this bullshit? No, I remember he got turned... Yeah. I, my understanding was he got turned back into a kid because he wanted to get stronger even more again and wanted more time sure, to do so? Sure, that, that sounds like a thing that Goku would say, yeah. Yeah, only his body couldn't handle the G, the Super Saiyan 3 transportation for many, like, much long, like, at long at all. So. I... But he's only temporarily Super Saiyan 3. Yeah, like, the, the article we pulled this from mentions, like, the power pole, which I don't even remember showing up in GT. Like, the that's some classic Goku. Hmm? The, the pole that would extend and he'd yeah. ride around on the cloud with? Yeah, I remember that. He had Was that, that in GT? I believe so, yeah. Cause and not just original Goku. Dragon Ball? He had it in original, but I think he also had it in uh in, I can't in remember, yeah. I. It's been so long. I have blocked GT from my memory, except Super Saiyan 4 looks cool and dumb. And that Shenron, <laughs> and that evil Shenron dragon, like, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. Well, I'm glad they're going out and picking all these weird characters, which means I, they're probably. I wouldn't be surprised if they're okay with starting to pull from other movies as well. Then. I sure. Who else would you want at this point? Like. The, um. Huh. What was that evil devil-looking thing that they had Gogeta fight the first time? Oh. Um. Fuck, I don't know. I want the fat one, what, not the skinny one for that one. You're thinking Boo. Boo is a, no, no, a fat, the, skinny one. No, no, the first form of that devil thing was fat. Really? Was a big blob monster thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it then, like, got ripped in half and sucked inside of itself and then turned into that thing, but... Oh. 
unless I'm mixing up my movies. But yeah, no, uh, the thing you're talking about like starts off as this like big job of the hut ass Dragon Ball character. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, I don't remember that one. I just remember the uh, the devil looking one in that weird little universe. But yeah, what other ones are there now that we think about it? Like, what they other- have most of the good ones at this point. Like, there's some stuff from like I super you could pull in, but like. No one's clamoring for it. Like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Cauliflower, female Broly. Or yeah, that's right. Yes, she'll be on. She's be a good one. Well, just because they've um, announced they're bringing Dragon Ball Super Broly, and I want an all Broly team. Yeah, true. There's also um, well, they already have Jiren. Yeah. Uh, fucking day. Now I'm trying to think. Um, Hercule or Mr. Satan, depending on which version you watched. Like he's not in the game yet, but like it's every franchise needs its Dan. Dude, you know what though? Dan, well, technically they already have Yamcha as the, the the Dan, but apparently he's stupid good in the fucking game. He can be stupid good. By himself, he is bad. He's good at comboing. Yeah, like he. Yeah. Um, who else? Is Tien in the game? Yeah, Tien's in the game. Tien's in the game. Yes. He has the Yamcha explosion thing. Chatsu explosion thing. Oh, not Yamcha. Well, it should be Yamcha. Yamcha's useless. <laughs> um, yes. They already got, they just got, what's his name, Videl, which is really cool. Yeah, who has, who has great Saiyan man as a result of that. I, I I don't know, Kid Gohan would be cool, I guess. They already have Kid Gohan. Do they? Well, they have Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, the young one. Okay, yeah. That, Cell. Yes. He's in the game. There's also, who else? Oh, come on. There was someone else I was thinking of. That'd be great. Maybe the wolf well, the wolf guys would be one from Super. Oh, there's also that weird um, Dragon Ball Heroes. Have you seen that? I have not watched that. I've stayed the fuck away from that because I was told to stay the fuck away from that. It's fucking weird. I have, as someone who's not finished all of Super yet because I'm like, eh, I'm waiting for the English dub because I can't watch, um, Dragon Ball subtitled. Okay. I, I know it's not the right way to watch that franchise, but like, I'm too used to the American voices for that shit, the English voices for that shit, so it sounds weird when it's not the English voices for me. Yeah, it, that's one of the few animes that like really does well with the English dubs. Yeah. Um, who else? Yeah, well, anyway, in Heroes, there's some weird I have fucking... heard. Yeah, next level fucking weird. Like anyway. Android, you could add like Android. What's it? Fifteen in the the southern Android. Oh yeah, uh, they could add just Doctor Jerome. Yeah, actually, like with the imagine imagine if he was like the um, Shang Sun of the franchise, where he, like if he, if he could absorb energy attacks and regain health, that'd be a cool mechanic. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anything else, and at this point, I'm tired of fishing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's obvious ones we're forgetting. Like, it's put Raditz in. Fuck it. Put Raditz in. Oh, Rat. Yeah, that would be a good one, too, actually. The Yamcha of the villains. He was the Yamcha of the villains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. Womp, womp. Like, you could put Lord Slug in, I guess, if you wanted to, but why the fuck would you? I. I think they're putting super. I think they're putting bro, uh, Super Broly in at some point. Like, fuck as much as you could put Bio Broly in. You shouldn't put Bio Broly in, but you could put Bio Broly in. And then you'd have like a weird freak version of the all Broly cast. Yeah, it'd be literally all Broly. 
<laughs> Oops, all Broly. Like, <laughs> you could put in Cyber Cooler. You could put in, um, yeah. There are so many characters I'd rather see in that game prior to anything from GT that's not Super Saiyan 4, Vegeta, or Goku. Fucking put Bulma in the game before you put that annoying ass version of Goku. Why? Well, does Bulma have any kind of fighting, though? Like, she can do anything. Have her throw capsules or something. Does Yamcha <laughs> have any real fighting abilities compared to the rest of them? He like, kind of does. No, he, he doesn't. Does. When was the last time Yamcha was relevant? Uh, Dragon Ball? Yeah. Like, if you want to compare power levels for a second, like, Bulma successfully lives with Vegeta. I think that by default makes her stronger than Yamcha. <laughs> Is this one of those weirds that's about to become one of those, like, discussions like they had on Mall Rats where they talk about Superman can't be with Lois Lane because when he blows his load, he'd literally kill her kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, th that's kind of exactly where I'm going. Like, it's... Is that what, yeah, I had a feeling that was yeah, like, going Yeah, has survived having Vegeta's kid. Ergo is stronger than Yamcha at this point. Fair enough. The council accepts your submission. Yeah, I, that's all the proof you need. Like, she has technically done... Like, she, has, she has survived battle with Vegeta, which Yamcha has not. <laughs> Ooh, they can add the angels. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to see them fight. What's his face? Yeah, sure. Uh, can't remember. Whatever. You know, like, they could add almost anyone from the Tournament of Power or that, like, uh, the um the season six versus, not season, the universe six versus seven people. Like, there are other, like, that dumb bear is dumb, but would be a fun character. Fuck it. Why not? Like, takes half physical damage and looks dopey. Sure. Yeah. Or the rabbit. The rabbit's a good one we can add. Sure. Or the giant metal dude. You could get weird with it in ways that franchise has proven they're willing to get weird with it. Like, fucking Broly's in the game looking twice as tall as everyone else. Well, he's an absolute unit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, like, scale is the thing they will play with in that franchise. <laughs> yeah. Put King Kai in the game. Oh, put PyCon. Who? Not Piccolo. Uh, he, um, he, he's from the filler arc uh, between Z and the Boo saga. Where like Goku enters a other world tournament and he like kinda looks like Piccolo but doesn't. Okay. He's a cool character. I he's got a weird like whip move too. It's neat. Huh. Yeah, I, there there are so many better characters than almost anything from GT. Like fuck, put Pan in from GT before you put um Kid Goku in. It's never the right kid Goku. Like, imagine if it was like straight up Dragon Ball Goku, where it's like him doing Wolf Fang fist and shit to piss off Yamcha, or like poking people in the eye. <laughs> Ooh, Doctor Roshi, or not Doctor Roshi, Mister Roshi. Sure. Yeah, he he's not in the game yet. Yeah. Throw him in. Sure. Yeah. Let him get swollen, extra uncomfortably aggressive. Oh yes. He is pretty crazy swollen. Though. Like, you could put Popo in the game just to make everyone uncomfortable. Like, make it Dragon Ball Z abridged Popo, so he's just, like, murdering fools. <laughs> that Popo would be horrible. Can you imagine? I, I already know now, like, I can see it. Popo shows up on the screen, all of a sudden Twitch chat is just spamming certain emotes. Yeah, oh yeah, no. I Popo is a problem. 
Popo is a problem. Yeah, the five O is a problem. The Popo. Sure. Get it? Because it's a slang term for the police. You and I go very opposite directions with Mr. Popo. That's Nest Dragon Ball Z Fighter. I think, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we, we have plumbed the depths on that one. Uh, where to go next? Um, Popo no mo. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> you can now kind of stream your PC to an Xbox One. Sort of. To an Xbox One? Oh. Yes. Okay, I get what you're saying. So, I, I think they're still kind of coming out there and saying how it works. But you can now, essentially, if your PC is running, stream, use your Xbox One as a monitor of sorts, then we'll dump it up on the TV for what's on your PC. And mm -hmm. it's called the Wireless Display App. It it basically makes you, yeah, so yeah, it, it makes your Xbox One a mirror. Uh, it shows it on your PC or Android device, et cetera, et cetera. It's smart TV tech at this point. It's cool, I guess. You guess? Like, eh. I don't feel the, the need. I have a PC. I'll just play on my PC. No, so I... As someone who's thought about buying a Steam Link on multiple occasions... I don't think you can anymore, though. I think you still can because they're still around. Like, this is the answer to the Steam Link, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember they had a huge sale because they were literally getting rid of them because they were going to stop making them. That was a few months ago, so I'd be surprised yeah. if they didn't have any. But yeah, I, I don't feel the need to really have to play any of my PC games on an Xbox. Or No, no, it's the other way around, right? How is it? Well, I'm confused. How is You can stream your Xbox to your PC. Other way around. You can stream your PC to your Xbox. That seems like such a downgrade. No, no, it, it's, it, it's using your Xbox as an input device to your TV, essentially. Oh, it's oh. like what PlayStation Four is doing, but in reverse. Still a downgrade for me, as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, because there's no keyboard support and no mouse. Like it, it makes it. It's purely seems to be like, hey, you got this game running, cool. Yep, I feel no need to do that. But hey, for anybody yeah. who wants to do that, kudos to them, I guess. Yeah, it it seems to kind of be a bit of a bugged out program too. Like it. it no one seems happy with this just yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't run... It's like, a, I think I have the article I'm pulling off right now. Like, it says, like, if you're exceeding the capabilities of most TVs, like, it's the running 1080 starts to make this, like, running above 1080 makes this thing start to fall apart pretty quick. And I guess, like, it's got mapping issues occasionally for control problems. Uh, it's... This does not sound great. Yeah. I said I I feel no need to do it. I would much rather just sit on my PC on the keyboard. Yep. Run a long HDMI cable. Yeah. Or yeah, I can literally just plug the HDMI into my fucking TV if I wanted. That's what I did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry guys, not working this time. You want to talk about Left 4 Dead, Halo, or OWL next? Well, let's let's transition into this one here. Uh, the Halo one. I think that would be a good one. Sure. So I just talked about Xbox. <laughs> no, good, good point. I, I didn't, didn't think that transition through. You're absolutely right. So uh, the, the long rumored Master Chief Collection coming to PC. It's happening, and not in some like oh you can stream it. No, it's it's coming full on to PC as part of the Game Pass. They're adding Reach to it. 
So that means you get Halo 1 through 4, Reach, and ODST on PC. And they're talking like it's not, it's not going to be kind of a quick and easy port. They're trying to make it good, especially because Halo 1 and 2 have been on PC before. Yeah. That's going to be kind of cool. Like, sure. I like that this came out because this was a fucking hype announcement when I saw it. it was like, yeah. oh my god, it's happening! Well, so, and you can get this on the Game Pass thing, or you can buy it from the PC Windows Store or Steam. Yep. I believe it's you buy it as the Masterpiece, uh, Master Chief Collection. There is some talk about how it's coming out piecemeal. Like, not all the things will be available day one. They're going to put it out kind of when they're done. I'm not sure if that means you can buy it as individual parts, mm-hmm. which would be kind of cool. So you're not? I thought it was just the whole collection. I think it is too. That's that's the one vagueness that I can't quite figure out from these articles. I I believe it's all of them, but at launch you 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 will not have all of the games. Will get added over time, which happened with the original Master Chief Collection too, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. I, I mean, Halo is great, but I don't know if, I, yeah. if I'm excited for another Halo. To be honest, like it's not a new Halo. Well, I mean, bringing those over, so I'm kind of like sure, I guess, but not really. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm not shocked this up too. Just because we don't care about Halo does not mean a bunch of people aren't super fucking stoked about this. No, absolutely. This is the kind of things that makes people very happy. And I guess speaking of happiness, the OWL is finally doing that thing I keep saying they should do, which is move to the goddamn cities they represent. Oh, really? It has been announced that the 2020 season will feature home and away games in the cities the teams are named after. They all have home kind of bases and stuff. Uh, You will play against people close to you regionality-wise more frequently. But yeah, we're going real sports now. Yeah, Dude, you know it's funny. I didn't realize, but this season of the Overwatch League is actually streaming consistently on uh, Disney XD or whatever. I think it did that last one too. I think I thought they were only doing the big, uh, the big games if you were like the finales, but they were they're doing the weekly seasonals on Disney XD or whatever. Sure. I saw it there because I was scrolling through on my YouTube TV. And I saw it. I was like, oh, okay. That's got a swell. But yeah, that's... um. Yeah. That's They're doing the thing I keep saying they should do, which makes me happy, because this whole mm-hmm. overall in LA thing seems kind of lame. Yeah, it does seem a little weird, but... Huh. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, last but not least this week... Actually, certainly not least... What if I told you they were making a Left 4 Dead 3, Alex? I would say you lie, because Valve doesn't release anything with a 3 on it. Well, they're not. You are correct. But the people that made Left 4 Dead and then left Valve to go form Turtle Rock Studios are making Back 4 Blood a zombie survival shooter. That sure as hell looks like Left 4 Dead, based on art. Yeah. It's what was it kind of like they were saying? What was that game? Well, they said, I swear it's not a sequel to so and so, but it's very much a fucking sequel to that game. We were talking about another game like that a it's while a ago. It's a spiritual successor, yes. Yeah. Which is a rebranded sequel. It's a nice way to say rebranded sequel. 
it's more of a we couldn't get the rights to make the exact thing the sequel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these are the guys behind Evolve, which was not a great game, but showed kind of interesting ideas. They've made Left 4 Dead before. This sure as hell sounds like maybe not quite Left 4 Dead, but a lot like Left 4 Dead. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that'll be cool. Left 4 Dead was actually a pretty refreshing I, release when it came out. I, I thought both were. I thought both. As someone who got caught up in the man, it's awfully soon to have Left 4 Dead 2 up, but then I actually decided to. No, nah, this did add a lot of stuff to the game, and they brought all the stuff from one into this game. It's fine. It's great, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No timeline on this game yet, but yeah, it, it. if you've been saying, man, they should make another Left 4 Dead, I think you're getting your wish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I look forward to checking it out. The, one of the things I've, I've always talked about was how really good the AI was for... Uh, well, a lot of people talked about it, but the AI for Left 4 Dead kind of adapting so it wasn't the same experience every time. Yeah. It was always kind of good. That's one yeah. of the things they did right in that game. So even though you were replaying the same map, it didn't feel like you were just playing the re- same exact map every time. Yep. So. Yeah. No, no, it's... I I don't know anyone who, like, was into that style of game who has bad things to say about Left 4 Dead. Like, I, I didn't play it as long as other people did, but I didn't play Team Fortress as long as other people did. Like, it's... They are solid ass games, and like, it's kind of funny that the guys that made them are like, we can't call it Left 4 Dead. It's not a sequel to Left 4 Dead, but it sure as hell seems like it. Like, it's the this is as close as we're going to get for a very long time, I suspect, if ever. Mm-hmm. And unlike Evolve, that was a totally new thing. They've made this game hypothetically before, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, does it for news though? That was an interesting week for news. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously we didn't touch on it, but yeah, the Ninja EA thing. Yeah, million fucking bucks to play fucking Apex Day One. That seems insane. It makes sense. They, they don't. They're not paying people to push their uh, anthem anywhere near as much. I it's. I guess we kind of close out news altogether. How do you feel about this one? Because I, I guess like it's. On one hand, I assume most streamers are being paid at least a little bit to play some of the games they play, especially on release day. On the other hand, is there any branding on Steam that set or not Steam on on Twitch that has like, hey, this is a uh, this is a um sponsored stream, like I'm being paid uh, to play this shit. I don't think so. That I know feels like something they should have to disclose at this point. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Because Insta- Instagram requires you to do that now because you know it's the law. Yeah. That. So did this get leaked out or was that? I don't quite know. I only heard like it's one of those ones where I never bothered deep diving this. I saw a headline of he got paid a million bucks to play Apex, and I'm like, huh, that sounds about right. Huh. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that one. I'm really intrigued on that one. Sure. I just think yeah. we should stop giving Ninja money. Yeah. Hmm. He's in that same PewDiePie grouping in my brain where it's like, you're not great for the gaming space. You got this cult thing going on. <laughs> yeah. People seem kind of ride or die for you, motherfucker. That's I'm not gonna... a good thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel a little bit different on it, but. I'm not saying it's quite PewDiePie level, like, if they get real dark for a sec, like, people aren't saying subscribe to Ninja while 
involved in a mass shooting, which is what happened in New Zealand with PewDiePie. Yeah. But which that's is not PewDiePie's fucked. fault. Yeah, no, it's that's not his fault. It's not, and neither of us have the time, or is this the place to kind of go into? That's kind of yeah. I'm I'm not going to say like I think that's the group that enjoys PewDiePie, but like the fervor of subscribe to PewDiePie has reached that kind of like eight chan deep net bullshit point where it's like no, this is for us, us versus everyone else in cell bullshit levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Emails. Oh, yeah, let's dive into some emails. We got two this week. Oh? Yes. Gone. We need a better transition in the future for this. But yeah, uh, Alex, if you want <laughs> to contact us, how would you go about doing that? Uh, Real simple. You would go ahead and pull up the email client if you're choosing. And in the two column, you would simply fill in wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spells it sounds down in the show notes. Except to raw, except to raw. I do apologize if you are subscribing via podcast addict to this. I don't know what's up with that player. I can't seem to fix out or figure out what's going on with that. It seems to be pulling the wrong data in only a hundred of our episodes. Hopefully it'll fix itself, but yeah, we got a couple of emails about that this week that then I respond to all of them. Mm-hmm. That thing seemed weird, but iTunes and our various other things were pulling the right SS streams or RSS streams, so I can't fix that, unfortunately. I don't own yeah. those platforms. But, first email, your Wicked Awesome cast, is Anthem Charlie's version of The Matrix Online? Just so I'm clear and so Alex can't twist this, I am saying Anthem is a bad game, like The Matrix Online, which is also a bad game. But there seems, oh, to, be yeah, so- no. but there seems to be something that Charlie seems to click with. Will Anthem be shoved into future podcast episodes for years to come, assuming it's talked about? I'm assuming, or assuming it's talked about this week, will it potentially be the last we hear of it? Also, Alex, the Matrix Thought is basically Duke Nukem Forever of MMOs. Josh. First of all, fuck you, Josh. Uh, it's the first time I've ever said that to a writer, and I hope you write <laughs> back again and we can have a fun debate. I've, considering the real Kevin Smith doesn't write in anymore. It's fair. I need a new I need a new rival through email. Um You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the difference. Matrix Online was not put together by some crazy insane AAA title studio. We kind of knew what we were getting into and it did it did not disappoint in the crappiest way. EA is a AAA title publisher with a AAA title company BioWare working on it and it's a shit show. That's the difference. I would say the real difference is I'll move on, unlike you, who still clings to the Matrix Online as a good thing. No, because it's a childhood thing that I clung on to. I, I played it into leading through like the ending of high school, leading. I up wish into I had video adulthood. game nostalgia. I really do. Like it. Yeah. It, it seems to be a different world I never have gotten to experience, where it's like fond memories. That fucking rare replay collection that came out a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh shit, I could play Jet Forces Gemini. Thought. Jet Forces Gemini was always bad, though, so why would I buy this? Yeah. So, I have, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, like... I, the thing is, I know it's crappy, and I openly admit it, and I enjoyed it because it was, in a way, broken as well. Like, I, Oh, yeah, no. I, I knew it. <laughs> I, I, I don't sit here denying it on the forums, and... My version of The Matrix Online is probably actually closer to, like, Destiny 1. 
Or like, I, I will ride or die for that game being better than Destiny 2 to this day. Mm. But I could not tell you why. We talked about this some last week, where it's like, I... Like, for what that... Fuck, Borderlands 2 is in the same boat, too. I'm still... I, I don't think I've played as much of Destiny still as I've played of Borderlands 2. Mm. Borderlands 2 was not that good a game. It was good, but not that good. <laughs> yeah, I... I think this is more just me and Alex are different people. Like, when I'm done with a game, I am done with a game, and I kind of move on. Like, it's... Like, even Destiny 2, which I've been kind of technically playing more of this week, courtesy of the remote play thing, I... Like, I, last night, I'm like, okay, I should play more Destiny 2 so I can talk about it more on the podcast. But my friend's like, or you keep playing The Division because it's new and you're enjoying it. I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just not, because you stopped playing this game and lost your gaming inertia on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, so there was a protest of Anthem this week where, like, the subreddit was like, we should, like, e- no one log in this week or for some chunk of this week as protests for the game. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I have no reason to play I- Anthem right now either, and The Division comes out Friday. So, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Uh, Sekiro, uh, uh, Sekiro, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice comes out next week. Like, I'm good. I can, I'll protest longer even. I'll boycott the game till they add new shit, how about? We good. Oh, I was wondering when that was going to come out. Yeah. Excited. The most accessible Souls game, apparently. It's got a tutorial. And not just me ghoulishly over Alex's shoulder being like, man, you suck at this. Get better, man. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) No, God, no. Never more. Never again. <laughs> I moved a thousand miles away, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. You think you're away, but you're not. <laughs> you never get to be free, Alex. Never, ever. Oh, yep. Yeah. Nope. Free. I I saved this email. I, I think I was actually thinking about saving this email till when Henry comes back, but we're going to read this one next. Sorry, yeah, before we get out of this one. Thank you for writing in, Josh. Yeah, also, screw you, Josh. Yeah, Alex will knife fight you. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's fight on a. I don't know. Let's find a game we can play and fight there. So funny you mentioned that. Fucking uh, Clone Troopers <laughs> was the Xbox Games with Gold like free game this week a month, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this bullshit. I've almost bought that game for PC too many times. I just realized it's a good <laughs> game. Regardless, this next one comes in from Joey. Hey, what could awesome cast two J's this week? Huh? It's been a while, if ever, since you said that what, what your gaming tags are. And given the number of multiplayer games that are out now, I suspect some of us might like to try and actually play with you sometime. What are they? Uh, Steam, I'm Mordak, M-O-R-D-4-K. On Xbox, I'm Mordak, M-O-R-D-4-K. On PlayStation, I'm M-O-R-D-4-K-9-6. On the Epic Store, I think I'm also M-O-R-D-4-K-9-6. I think that's also me on the Ubisoft Store. No, I'm Lord Mordak on... I'm Lord L-O-R capital M-O-R-D-4-K on the Origin. Branding. Um, I am Mave Online on pretty much every fucking yeah. thing. Mave Online on Steam. Mave Online on YouTube, Twitch, all that. My Twitter, um, 
The only one where it's different is because I have to have numbers is my battle tag, which is Mave one six four six. Yeah. So, but I even have those published on my my Twitch uh, account. So if you go to my Twitch page, you'll see all my sure. gamer tags listed on there that I follow. Yeah. If you see an MORD four K anywhere, it's probably me. Yeah. Like almost without fail. Yep, that's Mord four K. For those of you wondering, Mord four K. Fuck you. <laughs> the days of leak gamer tags apparently are long behind us. That makes me sad. The era of XX Sniper 69 XX has ended. No, that's still around. Like people like that are still shitty, but I've I've only really single one I've seen that nowadays is just a meme account. No, that's that you're not playing the right games then. They're all on Origin now, at least. Like I, I've played a lot of real fucking weird ass names in Anthem. Huh. Although I will say the favorite one I've seen so far was um, in Division Two. There was one of my squad that's name was Default Xbox Gamer Tag. <laughs> so I'm like, damn. Cool. All right, Default Xbox Gamer Tag. Let's ride or die. Let's do this. Hopefully, answers your question, Joey. Yeah, I. I accept friend requests for the most part. Feel free to come hang. Those are emails, though, this week. Uh, as always, if you want to send an email, it's at thewickedawesomecast at gmail.com. I know we said that already, but worth repeating, I suppose. Anything you want to talk about, we get the hell out of here, Alex. Um, No, other than hopefully we'll have an actual stream of uh, Division 2 at some point. Yeah, Alex will be the it. one hosting that. I'll be there shooting stuff in the face. Yeah. You're like, why do you suck at this, Alex? I am actually pretty good at it. You play with a mouse or a uh, controller for that game? Keyboard and mouse. Fuck that. How do you play a third-person game with a keyboard and mouse? Very Just easy. How? I put my hands on the keyboard and the mouse, and I click oh. the buttons, and things die. This sounds terrible. No, it's great. I'll have to try it. Maybe that makes sniper rifles better. I... I really hate sniper rifles in that game. Marksman rifles, as they're called. <laughs> they kick too much. Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for this week. Do you want to close it out? Yeah, I'll close it out. <clears throat> Cue the match. <laughs>